Welcome to another episode of Silhouettes, a poetry podcast. My name is Nancy Viera. I am a poet and an author. And today, I want to invite you to listen into a conversation with poet laureate and extraordinary human Aja Fox. Aja Fox is the Aurora Colorado Poet Laureate. She's been featured in many publications and she's just doing amazing things. As you listen in, she's telling me about how she is part of a Tupelo Press uh, fellowship currently, and she's going to be sharing some of the poems that she's been working on. Thank you for listening. Both in a way to be in a space and mindset to generate new work. And so that has been really great. We're on day eight and yeah, that's what I've just been like even currently working on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen some of those poems that you've been working on with Tupelo Press. <laughs> And you've posted them online, and I'm just like, who is this person? <laughs> I mean, I know who you are, but the it's just so beautiful. So I can't wait to see a full manuscript, and then you publish that. That's that's just gonna be so beautiful. Thank you. I I, that. I really like your poetry. I really like that you were cho. I, I love that you were chosen to be the poet laureate for Aurora because. I see in, in your poetry that you represent a lot of what it's like to grow up in Aurora as someone who's grown up here as well. And um, it's really easy for me to jump into one of your poems and be like, I'm right next to her. And I know exactly what she's experiencing. So thank you. Thank you for sharing those online as well for us to see. So you you're new to the to the to your laureateship. It just started this year, right? Congratulations yes. again. Thank you. Um and so do you feel what do you think the role of the Aurora Poet Laureate should be? And how well, how do you embody that? Yes. Um, so before even going for the interview, I, I tried to ask myself that question. Um, and of course, I looked at our previous poet laureates um, to even just see, okay, as phenomenal models, what is it that stood out about both of them? And what I saw was that there was innovation. Um, and there's always this ambition to go for what you're thinking to do. Um, there's collaboration with other people in the community. And then there's not just representing the community, but trying to have the community talk for itself. Mm -hmm. And um, that was something I decided I needed to make sure I was considerate of if I was to get the role of Poet Laureate. Um, now that I'm in the role, something that is interesting to me is that I'm finding out different things that happen in the library that I didn't know beforehand. Mm -hmm. And it's things that the whole community should know. And so I'm realizing it's not just to represent other writers or just to represent the public that lives in Aurora, but helping the libraries themselves mm -hmm. uh, because they're the ones who are bringing us like the Poet Laureate and bringing us the different opportunities. There's so many free events right. and just, just even free material that is just not advertised enough. Um, yeah. So I've also taken on trying to be an ambassador for mm -hmm. like the Aurora Public Libraries because they have so much to offer. And so that's something I would recommend if I know the next Poet Laureate, I would tell them that, like, here's some of these things that, yeah. like, I didn't find out till I was Poet Laureate, and I realized that things need to change in that. Yeah. And so 
yes. That's wonderful. I agree with you. And I, I often feel like from Aurora, we go to Denver a lot to find a lot of resources because we don't yes. know that it exists here, that we have so much here. So I love that, especially the youth, right? That that yes. go to these li- libraries and hang out there after school. Like, I know I'm, I used to love doing that. I used to ditch school to go to the library. How <laughs> I used to ditch recess. Yes. <laughs> like, let me go hang out with really cool people at the library, first of all, and the cool resources and books. And so I love yes. that. I love that. Um, and and with, with our city being so, so diverse, and I, I had the stats one day, and it was maybe about... I don't know, over 200 languages spoken here in the metro area, but Aurora is one of the largest diverse city in the nation. Do you, do you feel that your poetry demands to, to have that representation, to, to ask the questions that those 200 languages want to ask in your, in your poetry? Yes, um, I actually do think that. And part of it isn't because I'm maybe always consciously thinking of it when writing every single poem I write, but it's just because that's the atmosphere and world that I know Mm -hmm. because I was literally born and raised here in Aurora. Um, So going through my life, just knowing so many different people from different places, people in different communities, people that get involved in other things, um, just the wealth of information and experience that you can have in Aurora alone, Mm -hmm. to me, just automatically can like show up in what you do. Um, I know I'm a poet, but I've seen physical artists, dancers, I've seen, and it's just, you still somehow kind of know. You're like, okay, I know you're from here because you're, you're, you're doing certain things that I've seen somewhere else here in Aurora as well. Um, And so, yes, I I think it does, my work itself demands it. And it's not even because I'm always in my head, like I demand it, it's just the work. It's just the work, it's just the work. Well, thank you. I wanted to ask you about um, what do you want people to, before I ask you to read some of your lovely poetry, what is, what is the feeling or what do you want people to feel when they read or hear your poetry? Because you're a performer. That is a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> Always think of your audience. That's why I remember hearing that in school. Yes, yes. <laughs> when it came to writing poems. Um, I would say for anything that I write, I always hope that not only does it make them think about something or take the thought that I presented a step further, mm-hmm. but that it might, like in a way, invigorate them to like Mm -hmm. want to research more or to want to ask a different question now that this thought has been presented or go for a different action or have an idea that they want to develop further. Um, One thing for me that has always developed me further as a poet is paying attention to what others are even doing. What is the world talking about? Mm -hmm. And I try to put my ear to that, like, hey, okay, the focus is on this, the focus is on this. How do I feel about that? This is how they feel. How do I feel? What do I want to say? What's a new term that no one's talked about? And so I try to really just like flip things on its head a lot in my work. Like I might present the basic idea and then I try to like develop it further or just flip it completely. And those are always the ones that stay with me. 
when someone has done it for me, that's what stays with me. Sorry, yeah. my daughter is like on that's the side. Okay. She's, a, she's also she a guest. Be in there too, Mom. She's a guest <laughs> on the show as well <laughs> with her beautiful hair. Yes. Um, no, that's, that's wonderful. And that, that in itself is so innovative in the way that you were talking about innovation earlier, that brings it in right there and so important. Um, so the other question I have for you is, where do you get your inspiration from the most? You talked about the people, the places, but are there writers or, or just other people that books, wherever, where, where do you find your inspiration the most? Yes. Um, so I'm one of those type that uh, I call myself a research poet. And the reason for that is because I believe absolutely everything feeds into me some kind of way if I dig more. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's literal research, like literally being on my computer or going to the library and reading and finding out information that inspires me, watching documentaries, having conversations with people that are an expert in something. But aside from that, sometimes it's just going and looking at an art piece and trying to delve deeper into, okay, this color isn't quite red. What color is this really? And finding out that it's like, it has a totally different name and that it's made out of something different. Um, So yes, I get a lot of inspiration that way. Um, When it comes to other like creatives that really inspire me, I have at least a couple people in every medium. Um, So one of my favorite books is actually Winter Girls. It's a YA novel Mm -hmm. uh, written by Lorraine Halsey Anderson. Um, and that one has always just really stayed with me. And I think part of it is because there's so many passages in there that are written so poetically, but they're so perfect in how they describe the thing. Um, and I remember getting to the end of that book. Um, I have a special edition that has like the special workshop that she taught, I guess, after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and in there, there's questions and some people like ask, well, did you did you personally go through eating disorder yourself? And that's how you were so good about like depicting this or what? And she said, no, I just researched. I have never experienced this. I don't even know someone personally who experienced this, but I did the work to find out. And and that stayed with me and that, and now I've applied it to my own work to do that. And so, yes. But then when it comes to local poets, because I always want to give them a shout out. Yes, please. Um, I have, yes, I have a list, but I'm going to just name a couple now. Um, I have fiction writer Stephen Dunn is love him, love him. for me yes. <laughs> just because the way he writes is yes. it's just so crisp every yes. single time and the way that language is used yes. and yes. his work he's you amazing. just know exactly what he's talking about even if you've never said it that way yourself every time <laughs> so. I, I, I absolutely admire Stephen Dunn and he's going to be featured he's agreed oh amazing oh that's exciting i can't wait to listen to that yeah i'm a huge huge fan and potted meat is is an absolute masterpiece it is i still tell people all the time i'm always tripped out that the libraries here don't have it they don't have have potted meat so I've requested it a couple times and Let's you know, doing like, it. Hey, I think I should get this. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and, and obviously we can talk to him about it, but I'm like the Aurora boys and the men would resonate so much with it. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, love Stephen Dunn. So a huge yes, big time. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Hillary Leftwich is just such a pillar yes. in the community. Yes. So I'm constantly like, throwing her name in the hat yes. for everything just because she truly is like 
an innovative person when it comes to how can I help my community? And then she knows how she should go about it. And if she doesn't, she finds out. And I really respect that. And when it comes to her work, she's just so vulnerable in it. But still, she never, she's never navel-gazing mm-hmm. in her work, even though mm-hmm. she's talking about something personal. And yes. that's something I think I try to emulate in my own work. So I read yes. a lot of her work. Um, her new book, Aura, I, Aura. I definitely recommend oh, yeah. um, anyone read. It's really, it's really good. I, I also love Hilary Lefwich. Yes. I yes. saw her earlier at her partner's book lunch. Jay Halsey, yes, who also has agreed to come on the podcast. Look at that. We, we know people. Um, and his yes. work is just as wonderful. But um, I, t- I had to tell her, I said, I'm reading your book, but I'm taking my time with it. Because yes, and you have to. Actually, I yeah. haven't even finished the whole book myself, and yeah. I've already had it for at least two months. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yes, and I it's usually just, you need to sit on. You have to, you have to take your time with it. She said, oh, yeah. You definitely do. So I, I, I love I love those references. Huge Denver community, Colorado legends, for sure. Oh, yes. yes. And we have a lot. I mean, even just there's been a couple that have really gone beyond Colorado, too. Mm-hmm. And to me, that just speaks to how much wealth is actually here when it comes to, yes. like, selling yes. um, and becoming knowledgeable in a exactly. topic. And yeah. so... Exactly. Yes. Our yeah. girl Callie Fajardo <laughs> Einstein. I'm Oh yes. And then Erica Worth. And as then well. Erica Worth. Yes. <laughs> I just saw her um a couple a couple of days ago. So loving her her novel as well. And yes. yeah, just seeing them out beyond Colorado, you're like that's our people right there. And it, yes, it's exactly. very, it feels very very proud, very mm-hmm. proud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and so th- thank you for, for telling us about some of the people that inspire you. Um, would love to hear a couple of your poems if you'd love to share. Yes, I would love yes. our listeners um, to to know the magic of your poetry, please. Yes, thank you. Um, so in the spirit of always trying to season myself in my new work i'm going to read uh two pieces that are just from the past few days um during my tupelo 3030 project (laughs) yes 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 so this was my day three poem it's called my sorrows taste like coconut my sillies smell like smoke mount vesuvius became altar when i was 17. a boy left me for hawaii a boy left with me, his pumiced ice streets. Is he? I might have to start it. It's okay. <laughs> it adds to it. Hold on, I might have to drop her off the floor. It's all good. Maybe she wants to just be on the screen and say hello to us. Oh my goodness. Hello. Hi. Look at that hair. Oh yeah, it's it's going. I love it. <laughs> it's going so much. Okay, you ready to read? You want you want to read with mommy? Yeah. Let's read. <laughs> okay, let's read. Okay, I'll go ahead and start over. Okay. So my sorrows taste like coconut. My silly smell like smoke. Mount Vesuvius became altar when I was seventeen. A boy left me for Hawaii. A boy left with me his pumiced ice streaks. Here lies a beast with three imploded hearts. 
Here I am surgicalizing myself into Honolulu dreaming. Water is immeasurable, but is it enough? Immeasurable, my purgatory has ordered a million tequila ties. Misadventure sometimes bleeds into serendipity, but my islands are teeming with colorful dead fish. That's, That's so beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you. Read the one I had for today. Um, so that one is called Q&A for my period panties. When is it too much blood? Maybe once the blood blooms into an odd square that slants into a room. Sadness looms my body soft while it molds the thick lining of madness. Can I vein destiny into bouquet? Won't we know it's too much blood once the flowering filigree designs a pulse that booms, booms through, suddenly alive, suddenly a shimmering. Only in memory, never more in the current moment. I think of how my mother said, it's not how much, but how dark I bleed. Some ghosts just stay wanting to tell their story. Um, thank you universe for allowing us to hear that because that was, that was breathtaking. Thank you. (laughs) Can you imagine like a teenager reading or listening to that and being like, wow, I feel so seen. Yes. And that's something I I try to do. There's plenty of times where I put myself back in my younger years, even though my mindset's not there anymore. Right. Because I think it would have helped me if I had someone speaking the way I speak now. Right. Yes. Yes. That's beautiful. Oh my gosh, Asia. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful words and poetry with us. It's been, it's been an honor to have you. Thank you. Um, please, please come back again at another time and share more poetry with us. And for those of you that don't know, um, Asia will be part of City Silhouettes with Tattered Cover in January. So we hope to see you there. Any other places you have upcoming in the next few weeks that you would like folks to come see you at that you're reading here in Denver or Aurora? Um... I'm actually not doing any current readings, but I'm definitely doing a lot of um, school events. So Great. maybe I'll see your kiddos yes, <laughs> yes, around yes. in the next few months. So. And, and one last thing, where can people find you on social media, website, email, whatever you're comfortable with? Yes, of course, of course. Um, I'm always looking to find out what people in the community are doing so that I can help like show and promote that or come and support. Um, so you can find me anywhere on social media, just under A.E. Fox with two X's. Um, it's just my name, Asia Fox, if, if you're having to find it that way. And then my email address actually is open for all to reach out to. So that's just A period foxwriter at gmail.com. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I like to close out with one poem from my poetry collection, Silhouette. This book was published in December of 2021. This is one of my favorite poems. And if you can see me and if you know what I look like, I have curly hair. But there was a time that I didn't like my curly hair. This is curly. She thought, maybe if my curls are straight, I will be more desirable. They will accept me. They will ask me to dance. They won't notice the roundness of my stomach. I will be like all the other ones with their sleek hair, waterfalls upon their back. 
Maybe I can fit into their circles while I lose the kink of my coil, while the shine leaves each strand. Maybe they won't notice how loud my laugh is or how I stare into the sky while they talk about mindless things. Maybe they won't notice that as I lose my curl, I lose myself, I lose my wild, I lose my pa my purpose, I lose my voice, I lose my heart. Maybe if I keep my curls, I won't have to lose anything. Thank you so much for listening. If you're looking for me on the internet, you can find me on Instagram at omgnancita and on Facebook as Nancy Viera. You can also go to my website for more details. And if you're interested in joining City Silhouettes, a poet and writer showcase with Tatter Cover here in Denver, shoot me an email. Love hearing from you. Take care.